Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Coming up on TMS, Flame Canada. I don't like beer. <laughs> the right way to go to high school. Extra virgin coffee. A-I-A-I-O. Lady mixtapes for ladies. I neither left with Pepsi, but took with pizza. Netless and nutless. Hey, is it too early to get a fish sandwich? Exterminate, exterminate. <laughs> Concertville. Ready for the white man's overbite. You say playlist, I say mixtape. The hamburglar has moved on to pizza. Butt spooning. The furs are still psychedelic. App slappy and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. Hi, I'm Steve Canton, producer of the Beanie Lover video, and your host of this important video, How to Spot Counterfeit Beanie Babies. Pajama time. <laughs> This is the morning stream. You're a freak and a cannibal, and you've come to the wrong town. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to TMS. Or here for the first time. I don't want to assume things. It's Monday, May 22nd, 2023. I'm Scott Johnson, and I am here with Brian Ibbett. Hi, Brian. Hello. It feels like the welcome back. Even though we had a show last week, it was mostly uh, no show because of vacation time. Yeah, just Thursday, really. And, that was it. Yeah. I guess we had couch party and stuff. But yeah, yeah, for proper TMS listeners, you only got one dose of our magic. And um, <laughs> That's right, exactly. now, now you got to just sit here grooving on it all week. You know, you got to take Scott, it in. This guy gets three days for vacation. I get the entire month of June. Yeah. Brian's got a lot. You got a big June, man. Not really. It's just a lot of weekends, a lot of weekend stuff. Family reunion, uh, a Vegas trip, Elvis Costello and, and Nick Lowe performing in Vegas. And now I just found out that, that Squeeze is coming oh. to uh, Denver. So all my favorite, ba- favorite bands, right? Like uh, uh, seeing Duran Duran this summer, saw Crowded House mm-hmm. earlier this month. Squeeze coming late September to um, uh, Belco Theater with the Psychedelic Furs. Oh, what? They still yeah. do stuff? That's Apparently great. Apparently so. Yeah. Matt All right. Butler, Mike Butler. What's the lead guy's name? So anyway, the, that guy. That yeah, guy's that still guy. doing it. Still rocking it. That's cool. Um, they were. They felt uh, very. Re- they felt like a very rebellious band to be into when we were younger. And I don't know why. They did, yeah. No, it was them and Echo and the Bunnymen. It's like, you know, you had your, uh, your pop new wave, like your... Um, Duran Duran certainly fitting into that category and and uh, uh, things like that. But then you had your on the outskirts new wave bands that mm-hmm. you were cooler if you were into like the DBs and the uh, uh, Echo and the Bunnymen and the Psychedelic Furs. The Cure was probably closer to mainstream. Like, oh, everybody loves the Cure. Yeah, nobody know, doesn't like the Cure. They're great. Nobody you know? doesn't like the Cure. Oh, um, yeah, and then semi, seeing Delamitri, Semisonic, and uh, Bare Naked Ladies at Red Rocks, too, this summer. It is a it is a concert. It's Concertville this year for me. It's white, uh, white hot action 
concert summer for Brian. White hot action concert summer. Yes. <laughs> they're all white bands. With a bunch of white at. bands. Yeah, they're all white. Brian's <laughs> That's white. That's right. Everybody's I'll be white. sitting there in my seat dancing with biting my with my front teeth. You yeah. doing the white man overbite dance? Hell yeah. Oh, look at you already. Chandler, look at you. Doing the chandler. You're ready now. You don't need any I'm practice. Ready now. I got I've had, no, yeah, I need practice. Holy shit, you're ready. Um, hey, speaking of bands, quick question for you. I got this uh, this tweet that was yes. going around that I answered. Um, this guy says, what were the most five li- most listened to bands or artists for you in high school? And it even goes on to say, don't try to be cool and say some hardcore band uh, or whatever. Just tell us the truth. So I replied and said, Information Society, Metallica, Pink Floyd, New Order, and Van Halen. That's pretty pretty much my top five. Or those are the yeah. five I listen to the most. Which doesn't necessarily mean they were my favorite bands. They were just the ones I <laughs> heard the most. Era- sure, Erasure sure. would probably be sixth place. There's a few others. Oh, in there. yeah. Erasure uh, would be up there if you had to too. answer that, your five most listened to in high school, what, what would it be? In high school, um, uh, so Squeeze, Sparks, uh, Led Zeppelin. Um, God, what was always going on in my because I I walked around high school perpet- for for three years with a pair of uh, with a Walkman with a pair of headphones on like constantly I took it off when we, when I got into class put it on when I got out of class walked to my next class this is the right off. way to do it everything you're saying is correct this is the right yeah. way to go to high school um, yeah it's even better now think of these kids uh, with their earbuds see. man they can just wirelessly do all this shit. No batteries. Yeah, Duran, Duran, Squeeze, Sparks, Led Zeppelin, and who would be the fifth? Um, I'm sure there was a band that I was like... Because uh, Crowded House had just come out in the in the mid to late 80s, that first album, 86, 87, so I can't really, right. can't really give that a... Um, oh, I listened to a lot of Yellow. Would that count as like the the band that uh, Too sure. Cool does it? Yeah. Oh, at the time they were awesome because they had that beer bump bump thing, and then well, that and everybody knew that song. But man, they had some great albums. Like I agree. Some, you know, yeah, yeah. love those some guys. Really they were great. awesome. Uh, I I would put REM in this if the list were longer. I listened oh, to a yeah, lot of REM. REM. Sure. Yeah. yeah. So there you go. That's that dates us. Yeah. That tells you what era we were in high school, right there. Yeah. Yeah. But boy, Squeeze and Sparks. Like I had I had all the albums on. Uh, recorded to cassette so you could have one side that was a full album the other side another full album so in my in in that top shelf of my locker was stacks of tapes that's what i kept in that top shelf of the locker it was all stacks of tapes it was like all right what am i listening to today oh let's listen to uh, seven of the ragged tiger boom nice. or let's listen to uh, rg bargy boom let's listen to uh pulling rabbits out of a hat boom oh sting it's the police yeah the police oh, yeah. and sting were sure. were huge for me yeah the police were big for us did yeah. you uh so so do you still have those tapes or did you get rid of them all at some point? i got rid of them all i probably i do still have some cassettes from uh from that period of time for whatever reason <laughs> here's here's fun confession time Gina's gonna love this all right. so um had had all these mixtapes that I created, but I also had the mixtapes you put on when you had a lady over like the oh the uh uh, the the mixtape of the music, right? Uh-huh. And uh, for whatever reason, I still have all those. Oh. I don't know why, because it's not. I mean, I do have cassette players to play them on, but it's so. A, a I can create a playlist. B uh, there's rarely <laughs> any music going on. <laughs> it's too much work to say. Hold on, honey. Let me put on a playlist. Yeah, we've been <laughs> married. We've been married too long. It doesn't work that we've way. We've been for married us too long. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, 
Yeah, just yelling a, at the cats to get off the bed is the playlist. Give me a give me a title <laughs> though. Give me a song. Give me a band. Give me an album. Oh sure. All right. Um, Scritty Politty, another another. Uh, oh, Scritty Politty. Scritty Politty, another band I listened to like crazy in. Uh, oh my gosh. Um, in high school, uh, their song "A Little Knowledge" was on there. If you leave by uh, OMD. Oh yeah. I love that. Uh, I loved OMD. Oh man! Um, every time you go away by Paul Young, cover of the song by Daryl Hall and John Oates. Thank you very much. Every time you go That's the one. Over. How about yeah. uh, uh, Red Red Bread Wine? The cover, uh, the, uh, the the cover version by UB Forty. UB Forty. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's a that's a yeah, that's a fun little sexy that, song. Yeah, it's a little too. Uh, yeah, because there's there's nothing like doing all of a sudden. You're, red Red Wine. You'll make me feel so fine. You keep me rocking all of the time. That's like having Shaggy in the middle of your romantic song. It really is, exactly, yes. Oh, Lord. All right. Well, there's a look into our, our teenage music lives, everybody. Hope yeah. you enjoyed it. Uh, all right. We did a morning forum last week, and it's time to award the winner and start a new one. Stand back and check your personal belongings. Yeah. It's time for the morning forum. All right. Check this out. <laughs> last week, we did best TV spinoffs. And uh, that was a fun one because I had just yeah. finished Better Call Saul and uh, was feeling very strong about its placement in that. Yeah. Um, the uh, the big winner, though, well, no, actually it did win. I'm sorry. It looked so close. Uh, it was actually closer than I expected it to be. But Better Call Saul, with 22.8% of the vote, uh, won for yeah. best. Second in line, Frasier, with 17.4%. Yeah. Surprised yeah. me a little bit. I don't know. It's a great. Good. It's a really great spinoff. But you know, it's I don't a great know. spinoff. And the sign of a great spinoff is how well it stands on its own. And you can you can enjoy and love both of those shows without having to watch any any Breaking Bad or any Cheers. Right. Those things stand so well on their own. Yep. Somebody put just the ten of us, which was a spinoff of Growing <laughs> Pains. Do you remember that? That was a thing. No, I don't remember that. Really? Yeah, that was a spinoff. It was bad. I think oh, they're they're geez. playing with us there a little bit. Uh, but the Simpsons, like yeah. just the ten of us, feels like somebody saying, "Oh, you know, I really like Too Many Cooks. That show yeah. is great. <laughs> yep. I love Too Many Cooks. Too Many Cooks." Um, the Simpsons took third with sixteen point eight percent, and the and that one's a kind of a hard one because yes, it's a it's spinoff. It's tough but, to call it a spinoff because it's you know they were the shorts on the Tracy Ullman show, but not really like a. They had nothing else to do with the Tracy Ullman show. It wasn't like, like uh, it, it's like saying. Uh, and, and people argue this, and, and I'd probably be one of them, that Office Space is one of those movies that came out of skits on Saturday Night Live, like uh, Stuart Smalley and... Uh, oh, right. Uh, because those Milton animated cartoons, the, mm -hmm. the Judge uh, uh, Milton cartoons started out on SNL. I guess you could argue they spun the systems, or the Simpsons out of the Tracy Ullman show. You should sure, say that. Sure. But that's not yeah. quite the same, is it? So it's a little weird. That one's fishy. It's weird. It almost needs a set its own separate category, yeah. Uh after that we got Mork and Mindy with four point four percent. This is now way down the list. And uh things like Angel, Daria, Law and Order, Special Victims Unit, this sort of stuff, Boston Legal. Um and then a bunch of dumb stuff that people put in like DTNS from TNT. Um <laughs> uh, hey, when you think about all right, so uh Happy Days took place, and Happy Days itself being a spinoff from Love American Style, but Happy Days taking place in the 50s, right? Yeah. The Cunninghams and all that stuff. Um, the uh, Mork and Mindy squarely taking place in the 80s, even though it spun off from the 50s, from the the uh, 
uh, happy days. Right. Which means Mork didn't age, right? The Robin Williams character didn't age the 30 years between the two. And that means when he came back to Earth and lived in Boulder with Pam Dauber, <laughs> uh, the Cunninghams were all 30 years older than they were. You know, like <laughs> Richie was like a, you know, pushing 50. Richie Cunningham pushing 50. Yeah. The way they did that was weird. Like, at least Better Call Saul, even though everyone's older. The actors are older. They're setting it in the time zone, right? They're putting it in the right yes, time zone. Right, exactly. But back yeah. in the day, they didn't care. It was like, whatever. And yeah, exactly. Here we are. We're in the 70s. Um, <laughs> Joni and Chachi are old and married. And yep. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Joni loves Chachi. Remember that spinoff? I forgot about that. I do remember that one, yeah. What a piece of uh, shit. Ryan LaFave says, is Curb Your Enthusiasm, uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm a spinoff of Seinfeld? Serious no. question. No. because no, not at uh, all. Yeah, because Larry David wasn't a character, or was you know Larry wasn't a character on Seinfeld. He was co-writer, and he was the voice of uh, Steinbrenner. Uh, Steinbrenner, yeah, yeah, and a few others. But he was just yeah, he was creator, co-creator, and and did some voice stuff, but mostly wrote and directed or helped direct. So that whole thing with him going off, I mean, yes, you see the, the you see the blueprints of his humor, yeah, from Seinfeld, yeah. but. I don't think you can count that as a spinoff. But there's no crossover characters, right? There's no... No. Even even the Seinfeld reunion thing is just the actors coming together to make a Seinfeld reunion. It's not... Right. Exactly. It's yeah. not George. It's freaking Jason Alexander. There you, you know? go. There's And there's your... That's exactly how you how you differentiate the two. Right. You know, Jerry Seinfeld appeared in Kirby Enthusiasm as Jerry Seinfeld, not yeah. the Jerry Seinfeld from, from Seinfeld. Yeah. Which is nothing like the real Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> So then he got in a car and yeah. drank coffee with comedians. So there you go. That's right. Exactly. Uh, well, here's our winner. Uh, our big winner this week is Miss Penji. Intellectual. Damn it. Congratulations. Yes. <laughs> the wrong You're one a winner. Uh, it is uh, Miss Penji. And Miss Penji, if you hear this, uh, send me a message. Otherwise, I'll send you one. Uh, whoever gets to each other first, and you will get your Frog Pants Fun Pack in the mail. Congratulations on the big win. Today, who made the best Batman? This will be this week's contest. Mm. And uh, we have such uh, choices as, if I had this open, that'd be easier. Here we go. Uh, Tim Burton, Christopher Nolan, Matt Reeves, Joel Schumacher, Zack Snyder, Leslie H. Martinson. Yeah, that's right. The 66 movie. Okay. The 66. Great. Uh, Matt Repellent. uh, Shark Repellent. Exactly. Chris Mackey, or McKay, rather, who made, uh, what did he make? Uh, he made one of them. You'll have to go look it up yourselves, everybody. He didn't do The Batman, right? That was somebody... Who did that one? That was Matt Reeves. So he's, Matt uh, Reeves. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, and was, he's on yes. here. So if you go and uh, vote here at... Uh, the, um, what is the damn website? It's frogpants.com slash the morning form. All right? Frogpants.com slash the morning form. And uh, vote. Uh, the vote doesn't matter so much as it's just fun to see the data. But what really matters is you'll be entered to win a Frog Pants fun pack of your own. And we'll award it yep. next Monday. All right. And if you and if uh, and if you click Joel Schumacher, you you might as well just st- stop listening to this and go listen to Joe Rogan. Yeah. Why whatever. even here? What are you even doing? Why are you here? Why are you here? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I'm tempted. I mean, Brian, if you had to vote, where where do you yeah. where do you land here? Because uh, Chris Nolan, quite very squarely, Chris Nolan. I I the the Dark Knight trilogy, even with its flaws and and with. Uh, you know, with that voice that yeah. I just can't get past. Bill's Bill's uh, voice. Yeah. Hey, uh, you guys. Oh, I freaking hate it so much. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's maybe, 
you know, I kind of, it might be the only thing that I don't like in the Guardians of the Galaxy series is them giving Karen Gillan the direction to sound like a mix between uh, Clint Eastwood and Marilyn Monroe for Nebula. Yeah. I don't know why they felt the need to do that. That was weird. She's so great otherwise, though. She's great otherwise. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. I don't blame her. Someone told her to talk like that. Uh, But anyway. But anyway, yeah, yeah, Chris Nolan would be easy choice for me i think i'm in agreement i don't know why you would vote i mean i really like matt reeves as a director i really mm-hmm. liked the batman and i thought yeah his planet of the apes are incredible like all that stuff's true but i don't know how you mm-hmm. not pick christopher nolan i just don't know how you do it yeah. but other people you know whatever some tim burton lovers out there you do what you do sure. go vote oh yeah no that there was a very cool quirky style that first batman movie and if there wasn't that first batman movie that that kind of said, all right, maybe superhero movies can work. Would we have all of the superhero movies we've had since then? Yeah, I agree. It set the tone and the template, even yeah. though it's a little weird. Uh, I think it, I think you're right. Anyway, thank you for uh, voting, and I hope some of you win. Well, one of you will. Frogpants.com slash the morning form. Brian, you had something happen to you you told me to remember to remind you about, so I'm reminding you. What was it? I'm glad you did because I almost I did show up to the show today and forget, so I'm glad you had this in there. So Thursday night, they had a uh, a meetup event for the MS-150 for, for people who are in the top donor uh, group of the MS-150. And thanks to all of you guys listening uh, who contribute to my MS-150 ride, uh, uh, I end up in these top donor things. This, I think, was the first year I ended up in the top 150 donors of uh, for the MS-150. So let's keep it up, by the way. Uh, you know, uh, uh, tiny.cc slash bike coverville 2023. Nice. Five, ten bucks, whatever, whatever you can afford. But, um, uh, yeah, we found out, and I'll just throw this out there, found out that the 30 people that we had in that room c- uh, comprised 80% of the money raised for M- from the Colorado uh, chapter of MS, yeah. which wow. is amazing. That is amazing. Uh, huge, right. huge number. And um, the leader of our team, we found out, I found out for the first time that um, uh, that he has been involved in a lot of um, MS uh, tests, like uh, Cure testing and he's you know when they show these these things uh these these reaction graphs of like how people are are reacting to the treatments he's one of those dots one of those few uh dots on the scale that that they base the median line around it's really cool oh wow that's cool anyway uh so it's being held in this place called the left it was it was held in this place called the left hand brewery really cool uh microbrewery they have a few locations here in denver left hand brewery um great stuff and i assume the owner's left-handed or something is that the deal um probably yeah Yeah, i don't know their logo is big red left hand that's cool uh so uh uh we get in there and they're talking and uh a server comes over and says hey can i get you anything and i'm like oh yeah i'll do a a pretzel assassin nitro stout and tina's like oh i'll just have a pepsi and uh, she said all right can i take your card i'm like i give her my card she runs it through and and um and charges for it and then brings us our our drinks then she comes back a little bit later and says hey can i get you a food order i'm like oh you know let's do yeah we'll get a flatbread pizza they have like um this really cool pepper really spicy jalapeno and serrano with uh goat cheese and blah 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 that sounds so good right now oh it's like the best so good oh my gosh i want it right now okay anyway so uh 
Uh, well, Tina hates beer, vinyl revivalist. That's why she had a Pepsi. <laughs> so while we're sitting there talking, there's this guy standing in front of us, this older guy. And he's he is one of the top money raisers of the group. But he he might be a little bit socially unaware. Like, uh, So he's he's looking for the server himself. And so Tina are standing, right, you know, together. And then he's a couple feet in front of us facing away from us. But then every time he turns around, he's looking for the server. Every time he turns around, his face ends up like, like a foot away from my face. And he kind of looks at me and then he's looking at the server and stuff. And it's like, you know, maybe kind of back up and look around, but it's like, he turns around and it's like instantly in, in my face. Oh, that would drive me crazy. <laughs> so, so little, little, you know, some social cues, awareness, some, some, uh, personal space breakage, whatever, but you know, whatever. I mean, this guy raises so much money. I can't really complain. So, yeah. um, the, he finally gets the service attention. She comes over, uh, apparently he doesn't drink. So he ordered a Pepsi also. Yeah. And so, uh, she comes over with my with our drinks, and she then she gives him his Pepsi. He sets drinks and sets it down on a table by him, and we set ours on another table a little bit further away. Yeah. Uh, our pizza comes in. By this point, everybody's done talking, and everybody's kind of gone into these little clusters of groups to chat. And we're chatting with somebody. Our pizza arrives, and they set it right on the table that we're sitting next to. And uh, uh, she takes my card again, charges me for the pizza, etc. So. The guy comes around again, this this uh, socially unaware guy, yeah. and he comes up to Tina and says, "Is that my Pepsi?" And she's like, "No, no, I think yours is is uh, over there on that table." And he's like, "Oh, thanks." And then he like looks at her pizza and just helps himself to a slice, and then referring to the Pepsi <laughs> says. Good. I'm glad I asked you and didn't just help myself to your Pepsi. And then walks away, walks over and gets his his Pepsi. <laughs> Wait a minute. What? Really? <laughs> I, I'm trying it's just to. It's funny that, like, in the same breath that he's just helping himself to our pizza, he's patting himself on the back for asking before he just took Tina's Pepsi. I don't know how I feel so about this. This clearly, is really he weird. Clearly to me. thought that it was all paid for by the the event folks and didn't even, but didn't even ask. Oh, like, didn't even say, okay. "Did you guys buy this, or is this was this provided by the thing?" He just looked at our pizza, grabbed a slice, walked away, and got his Pepsi. Weird. <laughs> I get it now. Just, if you thought it was like everybody was just getting fed by the place or something, right? yeah. Because apparently the the server just brought him a Pepsi, didn't even charge him for it, right? So I'm thinking that that's why he thought that. But I would be so annoyed, fact, so annoyed. Just the fact that he's <laughs> well, good thing I asked before I just just took it. <laughs> wow. Is this my Pepsi? She's probably lucky he didn't try to get a big slurp off of her Pepsi or something. Oh, I know. Yeah. Wow. He could easily, would have easily seen him try to do it. I'm actually glad you remember to tell that story or that we wrote it down because that's great. <laughs> yes. What a weird dude. Yeah. That's very weird. Weird dude. Yeah. But, uh, Don't but love it. Cool. Don't love it. Yeah. Okay. One last so, story. Oh, go I ahead. Spent, more. Oh, and, and just really quickly, I yeah. spent a lot of time talking to the organizer, um, this woman named Erica, who's really cool, and said, look, here's the deal. Um, I'm I'm doing training rides as much as I can, but the back pain, leg pain, and I explained what I've been going through in physical therapy and stuff, and and she's like, "Don't worry, you know, if you don't, you're you're raising money, you're contributing. Uh, if you can ride, great. But if you can't, number one, we need volunteers. Number two, uh, 
uh, we've got short rides that you can do, and and uh, so she's super cool. So I might be doing a instead of the seventy-five mile ride, I might be doing a shorter forty-mile ride. Oh, okay, um, which is still hey, believe it's me, forty-mile ride is still nothing to sneeze. I was going to say uh, that's still that's no chi- chicken feathers or what's the phrase? What's the phrase? Uh, chicken? That's not chicken feed. That's not chopped liver. <laughs> that's, that's not, not chopped uh, liver. That's yeah, yeah. I couldn't think of a good one. It's not chicken feathers. What the hell's wrong with me? That's not small potatoes. There you go. Yeah, 40, 40 is still that's still way more than I'm prepared to ride. So yeah, so, uh, hell yeah, I've got about a month to to get up to. Um, the stamina level where I can do it, but my goal is to do it because um, I still want to ride. I still have such a good time riding in this thing, and uh, it just would be nice if we had some air outside that I could breathe. Yeah, uh, as I rode my bike. Tell me about it. <laughs> What's up, Canada? Both Cal- Colorado, us, and whoever's above us. I guess uh, Wyoming right. and uh, uh, whoever else. We're all getting hosed by your freaking. We have to groove on your freaking bad smoke. What's going That's on? Right. Stop. That's right. We know it's caused by the Calgary Flames, right? Yeah, that's why. I mean, that's my understanding. Yeah. Anyway, it's gross, and I don't like it. Uh, we did have a lot of wind today, which means a bunch of it went out of the valley, so that's good. But it'll probably still settle in later, and I hate it. Mm-hmm. So, thanks a lot, yeah. Canada. Thanks. Blame Canada. All Blame right. Canada. Time for yeah. this. Yes, that's right. Brian Dunaway joining us for a game. He does this every Monday and Wednesday. We love having him here. Brian Dunaway, welcome back. Oh, hi, Scott and Brian. How's oh, it going hello. this morning? Oh, it's going Good. great, how are man. How are, how are you there? Yeah, yeah. I was enjoying Ibid's story. I don't always get to, I, I usually tune in a couple of minutes before uh, you guys call me, and so I, I enjoyed hearing your little story. Yeah, it's always oh, fun. Good. It's always fun hearing yeah. a little story from, from Brian, yeah. don't you think? Glad you enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, well, we're here to enjoy you and your company as we play <laughs> oh. again. We uh, take a big old uh, gulp of me. Yeah. Also, by the way, mm. I just want to defend this social awkward person. Uh, pizza is public food. Uh, Pepsi is not, so it's fine. It's fine. Pizza is public food. Is that pizza the deal? Is pizza public is public food. food. Okay. There's, you don't get a pizza and go, "That's my pie." Yeah. Don't touch it. Pizza is public food. It's meant to be shared. You big bunch of well. Weirdos. All right. I, you know, and but our pizza was <laughs> super super spicy too. Like it was a. Chipotle sauce on then top you should have of it. Like all these other to peppers. him for not letting no. him know ahead of, ahead no, of time. No, I figure this is like, oh, yeah, let's see how well, he, you know, he doesn't drink. Let's see how well he reacts. Yeah, to you were you were all wanting a little revenge. I hear you. I hear you. Yeah, yeah. I'm just glad he didn't like take a bite and say, oh, this is terrible. And then just like plop it back onto the tray. <laughs> yeah, that would have been funny. Oh, this is don't, bad. And never insult my food. I always hate people who do that, by the way. Yeah, you're not a fan. You, you know, don't ever insult my food. If you want to complain about your food, yeah. Yeah. Bitch, bitch away. Don't bitch about my food. That's okay, right. McRib. Yeah, Mr. Yeah, McRib. That's right. Don't don't complain about my food. It's not your business. <laughs> your food is gross. Uh, all right, let's move on to the game. Hey, Brian, will you explain these rules? Because I feel like we forget them every week. So what's oh, going this on? This game is so complicated. I, I, I understand your confusion. Uh, welcome to the morning half-asses, a trivia game where I'm actually going to be giving you guys the answers. I'm going to give Scott and Brian a category and six possible answers. Three of those answers are correct. Three of those answers are like that pie, uh, just uh, full of peppers and taken without uh, without asking, without asking, <laughs> depending on how confident you guys feel with the category, you can provide one, two, or three guesses. But if you get any of those guesses wrong, you get zero points for that round. Get one right gets you a point. Get two rights gets you three points. And get all three correct, you get five points. The player with the most points after three rounds wins the prize for their contestant. 
And I've pulled a couple contestants from members of the Tadpool that aren't able to listen live. One of them, oh my gosh, Scott, you're playing for Rogue Tess, a.k.a. Teresa from Orange County, California. Awesome. I love her to death. We love her. Yeah, she's the best. Uh, Got to see her in Vegas uh, very briefly this, uh, this last trip. Yeah. Uh, Brian, you're going to be playing Fro. For Fro. Fro. You're going to be playing Fro, Fro. Frozen Falcon in Portugal. Oh, oh nice. Portugal. Holy so, shit. Portugal. Wow. Yes. Good thing these codes are non uh, region locked. That's a good thing. I sure hope so. Yeah. Uh, winner is going to get a copy of Still Life and Still Life 2 on Steam, but the runner up is going to get The Life and Suffering of Sir Bronte. I do not know that last one. I have no I idea. I don't either, but they sound great. Uh, both of those uh, from The Dread, from uh, Wesley. Nice. Thank you, Wesley. All right. You guys are both ready. Yeah. Don't put your hands on your buzzers because there aren't buzzers in this game. Your first question. (laughs) First question is a former official Olympic sport. So which of these six at one time were actually official Olympic events? Your choices are corfball, squash, (laughs) water motorsports, bowling, croquet, and tug of war. Corfball? Corfball. That sounds like some Star Trek bullshit. I know, right? Yeah. It is definitely bait, but it might be real. It might Who be real. Knows? That's how baity it is. Oh, <laughs> I hate you so much. Water motorsports. I know, right? I kind of want water motorsports to be a thing. Um, I'm going to um, go for it and do three. Oh, you're doing three? Yeah. I'm going for it. I'm going to see if I'm my instincts are Well, correct. I'm going to do three, too, then. Boom. Okay. okay. All right. Wow. You guys... Both locked in on Corfball. Yep. You both locked in on Croquet, and you both locked in on Tug of War. Really? Wow. Tug of War was um, uh, in the Olympics from 1900 to 1920, so 20 that, years. That seems like such an early uh, 1900s shit to do, right? It really does. To do it. Tug <laughs> sure. of War. Yeah. Uh, so was Croquet, by the way. Croquet also in yeah. the 1900s uh, was an official Olympic sport. Uh, no, Corfball, uh, no. Not, not an uh, Olympic event. It's kind of like uh, like basketball. Uh, so that's a real sport? It's, it's a, a real, real sport, sport, just not it's an real Olympic sport. sport. Yeah, I've you basically throw a ball that. into a netless basket that is mounted on a, a nutless uh, 11 and a half feet. netless. There's no nuts on this basket either. <laughs> 11 and a half foot high pole. Oh, so yeah, it's basically basketball without a court. And uh, <laughs> Oh, this is wild. I've never heard or seen anything about this before. Wow. I either, but I okay. but I still can't stop thinking about early 1900s black and white photos of guys in shorts and <laughs> handlebar mustaches right. doing tug of war. Yeah, yes. I can oh, see. Yes. Yeah, I could picture that all in their little uh, like water motorsports. By the cuffs. way, was the other was the other one. Um, Corfball was demonstrated 1920, 1928, but never added as an official sport. And all right, bowling, we're going to show you some corfball. Everybody, sit down. <laughs> corfball. What you doing? Bowling with? was uh, demonstrated in 1988, and uh, the the Olympic Committee said, "No, that's all right." Thanks. I feel like corfball would make my neck hurt. You'd have to crane all the time. You can't have yeah. curling. Yeah. You can't have curling and not have bowling. I don't see how you can make that argument. Yeah, right. If you're gonna yeah, curl, if you're gonna yeah. curl, you're gonna bowl. I agree. I agree. Oh, they need to combine and have people running down the lane with brooms going, <laughs> and then that pins at the end as opposed to just a ring that they have to get it into. I like that. Right. Sign me mm. up. Sign me up. All right, God, you guys uh, both did. Uh, uh, you almost did really well on that one <laughs> with the other two with croquet and tug of war. Yeah. Let's see how well you do on this one. Excellent. Uh, we like we like uh, our our Tolkien, right? We like our yeah, our, I like the Tolkien, uh, yeah. our Hobbit. Sure. Well, uh, which of these are chapters in the book The Hobbit? Uh, your choices are roast mutton, 
smog, barrels out of bond, a pinch of pipeweed, the window on the west, and fire and water. Oh, All Lord. three of those like are actual chapters in The Hobbit. Three of them are in are not. Um... I'm, I'm going all three. I'm going lock it in. I'm locking in with two because I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm limping from the last one. Chicken. All right. <laughs> like a bunch uh, of chicken feathers. Between the two of you and five answers, five choices, only Brian way. chose one correctly one. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> one correct, which was uh, barrels out of bond. Uh, roast mutton, fire and water, and barrels out of bond were actual uh, nice. uh, chapters in The Hobbit. I knew the, sm- I, the Smaug one. I knew that was probably a... a uh, I felt like cheap, it was bait, but it felt like herring. it was bait. Yeah. 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 Was, yeah I just, yep. I, I was sure a pinch of pipeweed was right. I don't know why. That had sure to be. That. Yeah. I mean, how do you not have that? Yeah. But what so, is, did they ever call it pipeweed, though? Did they pipeweed. Call it? I don't remember what they called it. It's been Probably. too long. In Fire and Water, just didn't, it felt like you were trying to punk me with some, you know. It felt like the most, the most yeah. boring chapter title. Or, of you know, it's like, fire and water. Like fire and ice. Yeah, it's, like, uh, yeah, it's just yeah. fire and ice in the summer. Things are warming up. Yeah. Yep. That's yep. all that is. All right. That's all right. Uh, so strategy-wise, zero points going into the third round, which means that uh, you guys have, uh, you know, you could do one and still win it if you feel really confident. All right. One Question done. number three. Famous people that were married exactly once. So not zero times, not two times, three times, whatever. Which of these oh, people so like the were question married? you just said. Okay. <laughs> just like the question I just said. Famous yeah. people. Well, I could go through other numbers. Not four times, not five times, yeah. not six Explain times. in a different way. Not 50. But using, not, uh, not negative but using one the times. alphabet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's fantastic. All right. Let's get to your, uh, your people. Lucille Ball, Charlton Heston, Alfred Hitchcock, Pamela Anderson, Catherine Hepburn, and Tom Hanks. Which of these people were married exactly once? Well, I know yes. a couple of these are absolutely not true. Um, Good. But one of them. Hmm. One of these people is only get married once. I'm doing do, two do, again. Are oh, you going to do okay. Then I will lock in with. Uh, ah, this just feels wrong. Okay. I'm going this. Ah, going to as well. Okay. I feel oh, like Alfred that. Hitchcock never got married. That's just I, I think I, he got, sure. I think he got married. If like he got he married, got... it was once, right? Yeah, that's what I think. Uh, you both locked in. Let's see. We do have a winner. Uh Lucille Ball and Tom Hanks both got married two Twice. times. Oh, yes. Meaning Catherine Hepburn, Alfred Hitchcock, Good two correct answers. Both of them got married once. Pamela ah. Anderson's been married three times. I did not know three times. I just I saw her I just saw her documentary and Boy, howdy, did she get remarried a lot. There was a lot going on. Yeah. We're married. Let's get married. Let's yeah. get married. But yeah, Chet, Chet, Chet the off-brand Hanks uh, definitely came from uh, Tom Hanks's first marriage. Yep. Yeah. Uh, not to Rita Wilson. That is correct. Not, uh, not to Rita on my coattails, Wilson. That's right. Uh, Charlton Heston was uh, was almost chosen by me, but it just I wasn't sure because he seems like he'd yeah. be hard to live with. Very conservative. Not not yeah. just that. Just seems hard to live with. You know, like it is. <laughs> you, I figured if he got married, he would never see. You're thinking other way. I'm thinking if he got married, he's like, nope, no divorces. I'm nope. married to nope. my rifle. Yeah, that's nope. right. Lady, you can't leave me or I'll kill you with this gun. <laughs> exactly. So congratulations both to Scott Johnson and to Rogue Tess, who's getting uh, uh, Still Life and Still Life 2, courtesy of Wesley. Nice. A game so nice they made a sequel. And uh, but that's all right. Uh, Frozen Falcon in Portugal, you're getting the life and suffering of Sir Bronte, which oh. I, I wish I knew more about. 
It's arguably a better game. Yeah, I don't know anything about <laughs> Still Life. I've never heard of this that either. This is a narrative, let's see here, a narrative-driven hardcore RPG set in a gritty world ruled by real but unrelenting gods, set out on a challenging lifetime oh. journey where every choice has a price and entails consequences. Okay. This, the artwork on this thing looks really cool. It does the look cool. Of Sobrante. It's yeah. an older, uh, this Still Life 2 thing is older. 2009 looks like. I don't remember this okay. at all. Well, anyway, Brogue Tess, I couldn't yeah. have, I couldn't feel any better about who I won for. So, congratulations and well done. Yeah, uh, Brian, uh, uh, what else? Is that all we do for this? That's it. We just give the awards that- and we hook them up. <laughs> this works. Are we done? Is that it? What? I think that I was trying to think. Is there something else we do? I don't think we do. I think that's it. Uh, except yeah. we tell Brian Dunaway here that he was uh, great today and was lovely having him on. Oh, I know what we do. Congratulations. Oh. Yes, I forgot about this. You're yeah. a winner. Uh, Dunaway uh, and I will be doing a Wednesday. We just did Saturday uh, Play Retro, and we're about to do yeah. one uh, right away again on Wednesday. And uh, we're all very excited about it. We'll talk more about it on Wednesday when you're here. Yep, uh, yep, but yep. check that show out if you haven't, because we just did one, and it was a really good time. Um, we did Frogger. We did Frogger, Frogger right? right before yeah. that. Twisted yep, Metal. Yep. We had a real run of a couple of great episodes, I think, and and people need to be checking that out. So find yeah, Play Retro. I even sent, I even sent Scott a, a bonus episode for patron supporters uh, that that he's never. Oh really? Post. No, it's going for, up today. For, it's going up <laughs> wow, today for uh, Play Retro. That's cool. Yeah, yeah we're putting little, that up today. Little public, little public shaming there. Well, you? we're putting it up. To, I, I just didn't want to put it <laughs> I up. I even same, sent Scott one. Uh, <laughs> I didn't want to put it up same day because I don't know. Oh, I got you. It makes sense. Yeah, but I'll put it up today uh so watch for that yeah that's a good point you'll, you'll have that today you had that saturday and then on wednesday you'll have something new all right yeah so okay. much playing retro stuff it sure is hey dunaway yeah. suck our butts no, we'll you. see you later okay didn't even get him a chance that retro, to say that retro must be played i like retro games that's all i played yes. in vegas when i had game times i pulled out the steam deck and played old nintendo games oh nice perfectly nice. legally God, I love, I am loving this new uh, Zelda game. So good. Well, it turns out its new status as the highest reviewed game of all time is, tr- is, uh, is hold water. It holds water. That's amazing. Yeah. It, uh, it it's good there. stuff. Um, all right. Let us, uh, what time is it? We got time for a little news. Sure. Let's get a little news in. Uh, hold on a second here. Let's see. Yeah, here we go. Here's some news. It's time for today's news, and it's brought to you by. Did you miss Film Sack Saturday? We had a blast covering the very weird and very uncomfortable 2000 film Hollow Man. Boy, is it. Come listen and see why we still make the best movie podcast on the internet. Uh, verified by uh, 9 out of 10 judges. Film right. Sack, wherever you get your shows. That's right. Go check it out. Had a lot of fun with that one, uh, despite its uncomfortableness. Yes. It's a little bit uh, a little bit weird. Verhoeven movies, man. A little rapey. A little rapey. A little rapey. Yeah. A little more yeah. than I thought it would be. Almost immediately. It's like... Yeah. Yeah. Like, let, let's ease into this film a little bit, folks, before, you know, before the dancer from uh, Footloose goes a little crazy. <laughs> uh, all right. Starbucks has a new olive oil coffee. Have you tried it by the sure, chance? Sure. I have not. But okay. uh, I've had butter, like coffee with butter and coconut oil in it. The... Um, cannonball coffee or whatever it's called yeah what do they call that kim has that sometimes it's called yeah but not butterball it's is it cannonball not, 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 no like bullet bullet, bullet, bullet coffee but i think it's bullet. bullet yeah yeah which is a weird thing to call it because it's just butter and oil but whatever poops shoot out of you like bullets when you once it's 
once you process that coffee. Oh, well, good news. That's what's happening over at Starbucks. Uh, oh, good. Yeah, their new olive oil coffee is allegedly <laughs> making people poop a whole lot. Sure is. Look at that. Yeah. Oh, funny. Lots of us depend on the coffee in the morning as a pick-me-up. Some folks on social media are reporting that Starbucks' new product line is waking up their bodies a little too much. <laughs> in February, Starbucks launched a range of drinks uh, in Italy called Olito, which can, I think is how you'd say it. Oliato. 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 Which combines coffee with olive oil. The Olaito line uh, <laughs> includes three flavors. They've got golden foam cold brew. They got the cafe sure. latte. And they got the iced shaken espresso. All of the beverages arrive in the U.S. on March 23rd in Chicago, Seattle, and New York. Each beverage is doused with Partana extra virgin olive oil. All right. As they describe it, this gives your drink a sweet and lush flavor and makes it velvety smooth. Maybe a little too smooth. It says after drinking or after the drink was launched, um, some people tried to look at social media to describe the unintended side effect. Prompt races to the turlet. Some Reddit users reporting bowel problems, stomach aches, diarrhea, and in some cases, vomiting. Oh, God. Okay. That's no good. Nobody wants to vomit. Uh, where is my diarrhea clip? Diarrhea. There it is. Uh, anyway, uh, the fat content is what it is. And there's a lot of fat content in oil of all, of a lot of types, but olive oil's got a fat. It's a good, healthy fat. But if you drink a bunch of it, (laughs) you're gonna, you know, you're gonna have a moment. And it's, yeah, literally as fats like olive oil can stimulate motility in the colon and quote, help smooth the insides of the bowel, making it easier for stools to pass through. That's right. Explains that. They use the same thing at, uh, at Ikea on that uh, conveyor belt at the end there. It makes, it makes the stools a lot easier to pass through. Yeah. They just coat everything in, uh, in that olive oil. It's a good idea. Exactly. It's yeah. lubrication for your life, you know? Exactly. Yeah. So there's there a thing. There you go. Uh, here's another one. Uh, a dry- try it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, why not? Why not? Why not? I just, but I would do it on the day that I'm staying home, that I'm not lifting because that would be bad. Yeah. Make a plan. Yeah, yeah. Don't, 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 don't go. Oh, I'm between rides. I'm going to go over to this coffee real quick, exactly. get it, and then pick up another guy. Let's, don't do that. Let's pound down an olive oil coffee and. Uh, here's another story of, about drivers. But funny enough, okay. you just brought up driving. A driver was stopped after 50 years with no license. Finally, they got him. They got him. We got him. Yep. Finally. <laughs> Officers in Derbyshire. Derbyshire? I don't know what you it's do It's actually, there. believe it or not, pronounced Derbyshire. Derbyshire? Even though it's an e, it, it looks like it should be Derbyshire. It's Derbyshire. Well, yeah. I don't feel bad about Tooele and Hurricane anymore. <laughs> no, I don't. Uh, should not. Let's see. They said, uh, let's see, officers there said a 69-year-old had managed to fool insurance companies to cover uh, to cover his car. But they added the flaw in his dastardly plan was bragging. They caught wow. up with this dude after 50 years of the ruse, wow. uh, and he's uh, busted now. It says they, uh, let's see, police tweeted on Saturday, the driver of this vehicle has never passed a test despite being 69 years old and having been driving for 50 years. He has systematically provided details to insurance companies indicating that he has a license, but the flaws in his dastardly plan was bragging. His long reign came to an abrupt end once we found out. Vehicle seized and driver reported for numerous offenses. Now, I would like to say this about these police. 
They're sounding yeah. awful cocky for a group that could not catch this dude for 50 effing years. Right, right, exactly. I mean, I give mean, me a break. As long as he doesn't, you know, doesn't break the law, there's no reason, there's no way they would have caught him. It's not like they have a list of people who don't have driver's licenses. Yeah, it's weird to me that, they, yeah. that they're being so, like, if he hadn't but, bragged, oh, that's yes, we finally, we finally got him. Uh, <laughs> it only took us 50 years. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever, Derbyshire, quiet little place, I'm sure. They don't it get is, a lot of yeah. news. So, an uncle Reg or a great a grand uncle Reg who lived there. My grandmother's uh, brother Reggie lived in uh, Derby. Great British name, Reg. Yes, Reg. Yes, yeah. love it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it had to be short for Reginald. I'm sure. Yeah, but uh, we all called him. We always called him Reg. Yeah. Oh yeah, Reg. Do you have anybody who still has the accent that you communicate with? You know, like any um, family? Not really. My dad is. Uh, is it for that side of the family that uh that as far as i communicate regularly and his goes in and out it really depends on kind of watered um, down yeah yeah but uh he still still talks with a i'd probably say like a 30 percent <laughs> british accent because you know i like my percentages yeah maybe a little bit more than that um we'll have to get him on the show at some point or get some audio of him on the show at some point. i'd love that yeah i'd love to hear yeah him. that'd be cool yeah I wish Kim still had her southern accent. I miss it. Mm-hmm. Only comes out when she's mad. I don't yeah. like. I don't like making her mad. So yeah, that's not. Yeah, exactly. That's uh, hardly. Uh, I hardly wish she, the way I, you want to get. Yeah, to hear that I accent. wish it came out when I brought home flowers or something. It's right. Like a, exactly. Oh, honey, yes. happy, happy, no reason. Here's just this because I love you. Well, that's just the kindest damn thing anybody ever could do. <laughs> you know. She'd be more surprised that you left the house without her to go get her flowers. <laughs> yeah. Hey, it happens. Could you drive me to the florist so I can buy you some, <laughs> some flowers? She doesn't have to drive me anywhere. She just doesn't. If we have to go somewhere together, yeah. she doesn't. She just doesn't want me to drive. Before she together. doesn't want you to drive. Yeah, because you'll yeah. Get us off She's you'll, fine yeah. with me driving if I'm on my. If I'm alone, gu- goodbye. Out of sight, out of mind. Yeah. But if she has yeah. to sit there while I drive, I don't even know why. I'm not that bad a driver. I'm fine. Yeah, she does. She can't do it. So if she's if if the car has both of us in it, she will drive. That's just the deal. <laughs> um, but I'm going to lunch on Thursday with um, I forgot his first name. Anyway, listener came to came to Vegas. Forgot his first oh, name. Oh, cool. Sorry, dude. I forget names. But we're going to go to lunch. <laughs> so he can remind you of his name. <laughs> yeah. I'll say, hey, what's your name again? Nice. Um, I know his name on, on Discord, but I cannot think of his real name. <laughs> Anyway, uh, let's move on to this one. Uh, Wendy's. Next okay. time you're at a Wendy's, uh-huh, sure. uh, maybe they'll have this in yours by now. I don't know. But they're testing out oh, an AI up. chat bot that takes your drive-through order. So not a person, oh, but an AI chat bot. AI will be taking my order. Great. Yep. yep. So don't order chicken fingers or you'll get uh, 35 of them. Yeah, you'll get 35 chicken fingers that don't actually look like fingers anymore. It's a, like di- fingers. it's a nightmare. Exactly. Oh, six chicken fingers. Got it. 42 yeah. chicken fingers. Yeah. Next. Yep. Or they'll say, they'll say, you'll say, uh, what did ha- something happened weird the other day. What was it? I said to it, oh, I tried this out because somebody else did it. If you say to chat GPT, so the text chat bot, if you say to it, um, what, let's see, what does it say? Like, what day is it today? Uh-huh. It'll come back and go, why, today is Monday, May 22nd, 2023. And then you say, I thought you only had knowledge up and up through 2021. Which is what it always says. Oh, really? Oh, it, really? And okay. it came back yeah. to me and said, "Oh, you are correct. I don't know what day it is." 
No way, really? So it backtracks on... <laughs> yeah. How effed up is that? That's really effed up. I don't wow. like it. I don't like it. It made me feel weird. Yeah. Anyway, they're testing this thing. They're working with Google on it. Uh, they want to be able to take orders this way. It's according to the Wall Street Journal. Uh, the fast food chain has plans to bring its Wendy's Fresh AI, is what they're calling it, enabled drive through to Columbus, Ohio to start. Uh, that'll be in June. Chatbot will be able to... abuse of the word fresh. There's nothing fresh about the ordering process. <laughs> fresh AI. Ooh. Yeah, there's barely anything fresh about the food they're giving me. Yeah, know? exactly. Uh, it says it will be able to take verbal orders from customers who line up at Wendy's drive through kiosk, all with the hope that it will reduce long wait times. Wendy's working with Google to build a tailored chatbot on top of the company's existing large language model, which is bound to reveal updates. Um, and this is before Google I.O., and we did get a bunch of updates. Mm. In fact... Brian, would you like to hear a montage of the updates we got at the Google I.O. conference? Because I brought, I have. Oh, you have a montage? Oh, I excellent. Do. Yes. I do. It's uh, right here. Here, enjoy. Oh, I'm not hearing it. If you're. If... Oh, do you not hear that? Shit. I don't hear it. No, sorry. I know why you don't. You'll now hear it. Hold on. Sorry. My bad. I did this. Sorry, before. folks. If I'm making you hear it a uh, second time. No, you're, they don't hear it either. <laughs> That's good that you said something. Oh, good. Okay. No one could hear it but me. All right, here we go. AI, 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 generative AI, generative AI, generative AI, AI as AI, 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 it uses AI to bring AI, 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 AI. There you go. It uses, whatever, whatever the sentence was, it uses AI to bring AI. I think that felt like a real, like a real sentence. Yeah, it didn't feel edited there, did it? Isn't that great though? What's his name? What's his name? Not Pachai, that's, or no, that is Pachai. Who's? Sunday, Sunday Pachai, is that his name? Anyway, the Google CEO talked a lot about AI the other day. I'm sure, yeah. It's the new big thing. It's Dude, the new hot thing. The gold rush is on. They're all fighting to get who's first. Yes. It's crazy. Anyway, I will use one of these, and I look forward to doing so at some point. Like oh, I want, for sure. Yeah, yes. I want to go through yeah. a drive through and I want to order through an AI, and I want to see how it does. Watch it freak out, though, if you ask if the milkshake machine is working. Oh, I know, right? Does Hey, is your milkshake work machine working? We don't. Please help Frosties. <laughs> not milkshakes. Not, not, not. Does not compute. Exterminate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when this happens, we will we'll get some content for the show when they get around to it. But Oh, for sure. Uh, maybe it'll work great. I don't know. These are, See, these you are some of the... Ready for a fish sandwich? <laughs> no, are... you cannot order a fish sandwich. If these things work well, this, are, this is actually yeah. the stuff I'm excited about because these yeah. it will make things easier. Now, will it, will it cause a bunch of 16-year-olds to lose their minimum wage jobs? I don't know. I don't want that. I don't know. I haven't thought that far ahead, but from yeah. a convenience standpoint, if they work and they work well and, and and reliably and have language, you know, like that's the whole point of a large, large language AI model is that they can understand just about anything you throw at it, no matter what language you throw at it, no matter how weird your accent is or how, you know, that's supposed to be the point. Right. So I'm, I'm excited to see if they can pull it off. We'll see. Uh, I'll get emails about this yeah. and someone's going to be mad. It's fine. Um, <laughs> here's one Maybe final. Maybe they could force these these 16 year olds to to learn engineering and yep. work on the other side of the AI equation. That's right. Maybe that'll be what happens. It'll improve yeah. their lives, not make them worse. Yeah, exactly. Uh, here's the world's most expensive ice cream story of the day. Okay. The world's most expensive ice cream costs six thousand six hundred ninety six dollars per serving. Wow. All right. This is Japanese ice cream. I told Tanner since he's going there, he ought to, he ought to try to get some he of this. He needs to try this, yeah, exactly. Yeah, see what he can get on, get going there. 
a Japanese ice cream company assembling some of the world's rarest ingredients to in, uh, create an ice cream flavor that costs that much money per serving. Guinness World Records announced Japanese brand Salato, not gelato. Salato. Salato. Yeah. Yes. I'm not surprised it's Japan. They always do this. Or it could food. be pronounced Chelato. Yeah. Because it's the first four letters of cello, which is pronounced that way. Isn't it weird, though? It's like, where do you get the most expensive cut of beef? Japan. Where do you go yeah. to get a fish yeah. that it would kill you if you don't prepare it right? Japan. Yeah. Uh, scotch, probably, right? Their most expensive uh, yeah. bottle of scotch. Yeah. And obviously, these things only do it because, A, somebody wants to brag about having the world's most expensive ice cream. And, B, it gets them into the Guinness Book World Records, so you get some some cheap and easy uh, promotion out of it. Oh, good point. Yeah. That is yeah. cheap and easy and and significant. When people say you hold a record, yes. it's like a big deal. Yes. Yeah, exactly. The pricey treats ingredient include a rare white truffle grown in Alba, Italy, and costs that much money. I keep repeating the number, $6,905 yeah. per pound. It also includes Parmigiano-Reggiano Reggiano. Reggiano. Uh-huh. and Sakely's, whatever the hell those are. I don't know. Uh, yeah, sake. Uh, sake. Oh, it's <laughs> not sake. Yeah, it's not sake. <laughs> Oh, I'll have a I'll have a glass of your finest sake, please. Uh, I knew it was Japan, and I didn't even look at it right. Damn it! <laughs> uh, Salado developed the flavor with Tadayoshi Yamada, the head of uh, chef at the Osaka restaurant. Uh, the company said it sought to combine European and Japanese flavors into something unique. Uh, it took us over 1.5 years to develop with a lot of trials and errors to get the taste right. Achieving the Guinness World Record title made the effort all worth it. See, there they are getting their free uh, yep. their free bump. Their, their free uh, promotion, their free, right. Publicity. I would eat it. I would try it, but I ain't paying for it. Forget right. it. You know what I could yeah, buy no. for $7,000? A lot of things. A lot of other things that I won't uh, poop out in, in two minutes. Yep. Things uh, I need. You know, God, but there is a place uh, the flavor. So truffle and uh, Parmesan cheese and sake. I don't know what Lee L E E S sake lees. Yeah. Sake. I know what sake is, but I don't know what sake lees would be. Just a sake yeah. flavor added as a base or something. Never heard of it. But um, yeah. uh, there's a place in uh, Disney. Uh, was it downtown Disney called Salt and Straw? I don't know if they have them other places, but I know that they're in the in the two American Disney properties in their little. Um, don't have to go into the amusement park locations and like- they make the coolest ice cream flavors and uh the last time i went there i had one that was goat cheese and bacon or something mm. um and it was so good uh, that sounds crazy it's crazy but it's, it's it's amazing it's absolutely amazing you wouldn't think it would be that good oh portland is um Red Link yeah. says they start in Portland, or Jacob says they start in Portland. Yeah, there's a so. bunch in Oregon. They got L.A., uh, Orange County, Disney, San Diego, North California, Seattle, Miami. <laughs> oh, tons of places. Uh, okay, Las Vegas. We, I didn't know they had one there. What? They have one in Las Vegas? Yeah. Let me, let me tell you when. Oh, it's a coming yeah, soon. Hold on. Uh, oh, no, no. It's there. Oh. They just don't have any pictures. Well, anyway, it says 6815 Tom Rodriguez Street, Suite 120. <laughs> I don't know where that oh, is. Oh, yeah, on Tom Rodriguez Street. Yeah, yes. you know, the famous Tom Rodriguez Street in Vegas. Yeah. I believe it's pronounced Rodriguez. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I want to uh, know where that. I would go there. I can't, I'm not even yeah. supposed to eat that stuff, and I would go there. 
Yeah, this still uh, their site still says coming soon for that one, but where are their flavors right now? They're uh, pistachio with saffron and rose water, jasmine milk tea, almond stracciatella, or stracciatella. Mm. Um, uh, where is it? Honey lavender, cinnamon snickerdoodle. Oh, they do have the arbutus olive oil, so they have their own olive oil mm. deal. Oh, there it is. Pear and blue cheese. That's what it is. Not pear and blue cheese. Pear and blue cheese. I what? I will go there and I will sample any other flavor that you want to put in front of me, but I will order the freaking pear and blue cheese um, ice cream. It is so freaking good. Wow, I don't even I don't even know what to say about that. I'd have to try it. I'd have to try yeah. it. Um, oh, nationwide delivery. I could order a pint and have it sent to me. Oh, sure how much? Cheap. How much would this cost? Five for seventy five dollars. So five pints for seventy five dollars. You know what? That's not terrible. That is not terrible at all. So what is that? 15? I mean, it's a premium, is that but right? you know what you're getting, right? Five fifty, Yeah, 15 bucks a pint. That's pretty expensive. I mean, it's expensive ice for ice cream, yes. But when you're talking about like specialized, can't get it anywhere else sort of thing, yes. it's not yes, bad. Exactly. It could be yeah. a lot worse. That could be a $7,000 uh, ice cream in China or Japan. Well, that's true. Rhubarb crumble with toasted uh, anise. I realize that I'm just handing you... No, I I didn't think of anything. No toasted nothing. I'm all good. Nothing. (laughs) Nothing came to mind. I don't even know what an anise is. Uh, Salty donut guava cheese. Sure. (laughs) That sounds terrible. My my stripper name was the Salty Donut. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. You should have never quit Uh, working that pole. You gotta keep. Yeah, well, it. exactly. That's why they get. That's why they fired me. Anyway, well, uh, watch for yeah. that. We don't know the dates in Vegas. I guess it is still. I saw a picture where the the it still says coming soon. You saw that. You read that as well. Yeah, that's a bummer. If it's would, open before uh, June fifteenth, I'm going. You should I'm go. going. You should go. Why wouldn't it be? It should be open by now. Come on now, guys. I would think yeah. Hurry up before it gets too hot. Um, all right, we're going to take a break. When we come back from this break, we're going to do some app slappy. Uh, Steven's out. He's got a, some flooding in the old basement. No, no. It's not a euphemism. He's actually got a basement flooding in it. <laughs> so uh, he had the last minute back out today. But we are going to do an app slappy today, and I can't wait to tell you what I played. Yeah. So. Cool. That's all coming up. Uh, Brian, you want you to play a song, though, because uh, we need that. Okay, I'll do that. Um, this is a band called The Ironsides. Uh, they're, are, they're a psych soul al- uh, band from, where are they from? Um, doesn't say. But here's what's cool. Number one, it's instrumental. And it's this very cool, like, oh, I could hear this is at the beginning of a Tarantino film kind of thing. Really, really cool kind of uh, retro-sounding um, instrumental stuff. They have a brand-new album. Just came out uh, last Friday called Changing Light via Coal Mine Records. Uh, this is the first single from the album. It's called Violet Vanished. Here are the Ironsides.
Can anybody here notice some things that might make them more likely to be picked on than other people? Did he just say that Rick is his boo? This is the morning stream. This house, it knows we're here. All right, we're back, everybody. Welcome back to the program. Uh, who is that again? That sounded great. Yeah. That was a band called The Ironsides from their brand new album called Changing Light. That is a song called Violet Vanished. Fantastic. Dun, dun, dun. Sounds really good. Okay, folks, sit back, relax. It's time for this. App Slappy. Uh, Stephanie, if you haven't already left the room, this would be the time to go. Uh, <laughs> we're going to talk about apps and specifically right. some games on uh, mobile devices. We like to do this once in a while when we got a little slot to put it in, so that's what we're doing. And I'm going to start today with my pick uh, for the week. Now, uh, this is a game that is not part of a service. It is not free to play. It is just buy it and play it kind of game. Mm, gotcha. Which I, so no, not freemium, not uh, microtransaction, but you do pay for it initially. You just pay for the game, and it's yeah. 8 bucks. And some of you may say, well, I ain't paying that for no mobile game. I understand why you would say that that's a high price to pay. I get it, right? Most mobile mm-hmm. games aren't going to be 8 bucks. But the reason this is $8 is because it is a great, a highly premium game to play. Um, it is very much worth it, and it's also cheaper than any other version of it, which you can also get on PCs and consoles. Um, I think it's even on Game Pass right now. So if you have Game Pass on your on your Xbox, you're, you're already kind of set, and you can just play this there. But if you want to play it on the road, which is definitely what I wanted to do, I picked up a game called Monster Train. And some of you PC gamers are going to go, oh, yeah, of course, Monster Train. I know that game. It's very popular on Steam. Uh, but it came to iOS and Android in really great shape. Um, plays extremely well on that device. So for those unfamiliar with the series or with the game itself, Monster Train is a very successful uh, kind of game that's a lot like Slay the Spire, another f- very successful game in this genre. But it's, you know, these deck builders, roguelikes where you're sort of you know, working your way through battles and random encounters and that sort of thing, uh, getting new cards, upgrading those cards as you go, and uh, trying to strategize your way to victory. Uh, what makes Monster Train different, though, is you are on a train. <laughs> and <laughs> in the train, there are levels to the train. And uh, they, so you have this strategic element of like, all right, well, some of these cards are actual like dudes with hit points and damage points and I can place the card and that will put them where I want them inside of these levels. And then I can stack them. I can have like up to four dudes in that stack and they can defend against the stuff that's coming from the other side, which are the monsters. And they do that in waves until there's uh, a boss and then you fight the boss. And then if you win, you move on and you keep going. Um, if you lose, you go out and spend some points on cool stuff and some unlocks, and then you go back and try it again. You're a little more powerful this time, that sort of thing. And um, there is something about this game that just hooks me forever when I start playing it. It's hard for me to put this down. Um, would recommend it to anyone who's played a, a deck builder card game and enjoyed them even remotely. This is 100% up your alley. I personally think it's the best of its class. 
Uh, I would wow. take it over Slay the Spire, which I know is a sacrosanct thing to say for a lot of people, but I really think it's a better game. And they, the interface on iPad or phone is just super simple. Uh, not you don't need to you know it's dragon cards it's not crazy yeah um, but it's really great on console with controller and stuff even you know they just really thought out how people might be playing their game on different uh, platforms and it shows um, I find it extremely fun and boy did they like uh, uh, really like the style of Hearthstone's art <laughs> Oh, there's a bit. Yeah, there's some. Some of it's like that. The cards themselves, less so, but some of the interface elements for sure. Um, You're not. You're not wrong. You're not wrong about that. Um, (laughs) It plays nothing like Hearthstone, though. Like in terms of gameplay. Sure. Since it's yeah, you got a train that you're ascending and stuff. Yeah, yeah, all that. Plus the cards themselves, you're not really collecting a deck so much as you are. uh, I don't know how to explain it. It's like Slay the Spire the same way. You're, you're each game. You're you're kind of starting from scratch, kind of, gotcha. and 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 then you build out from there. I I think it's just a really fun loop, and I think it's just really creative, and it's just a great game. They have a new game coming out this year that I'm really looking forward to. It's got nothing to do with cards, but um, mm. they're just a cool company to to keep an eye on. Anyway, it's eight bucks. It's on mobile platforms. It's the perfect time killer in a car or something while you're, someone else is driving because Kim won't let me drive, so that's me. <laughs> uh, I, I did that like for Gorgeous, five hours yeah. coming home just playing this thing. Oh, God. I, I bet she was thrilled. Yeah, she didn't care. She just, she Thanks just, for the conversation, Scott. <laughs> she's just cranking her techno and rocking and rolling. And we had Van for a lot of it, so he was keeping her oh, entertained. Sure. But, but anyway, uh, it's good. And the, um, I want to thank, oh, and I forgot her name. Someone in Vegas reminded me that they had it, and they said, "Oh yeah, it's on mobile." I said, "What? No way!" And I didn't. Greg I didn't for know. Walkman, maybe because I know he mentioned in chat that he's been playing it and loves it. I don't think it was Greg. It was okay. no, it was a she. It was a she. Um, unless Greg's got something to tell me he didn't that I'm not aware about. <laughs> um, I, I mean, I'm not judging. Yeah, I can't find her name. Ah, anyway, I meant to give her credit. She knows. She'll be listening. She'll hear this, and then she'll write me, and I'll be embarrassed. Uh, it's really good, though, so check it out. Monster Train. And if you don't have, if you don't care for mobile games at all and you don't want to play it there, it is great on all platforms. Um, you'll pay a little more. I think it's 20 bucks, 19.99 or something on Steam, oh. but well worth it. Yeah, right. 8 bucks is a bargain on uh, on. Uh, oh, yeah, it's cheap, uh, iOS, right? for sure. Cheap, cheap. Yeah. Tell me what you brought, Brian. What do you got over there? Sure. Um, so mine is a game that I, I I discovered. I think it got recommended to me, and I'm like, oh, sure. I don't have one of these already, and that I like, so why not? Um, it's it's solitaire, mm-hmm. but it's solitaire stories. This is a uh, game by Red Games uh, LLC, Red Games uh, Co. LLC, and um, for whatever reason, this this new version of solitaire even though it's pretty much regular solitaire has me hooked and what's what's got me is the um uh the different story modes it's actually a solitaire game with a story mode with a campaign that you go through and uh uh it's uh, it you know they've got some celebrity involvement they've got uh um Joel McHale and Jane Lynch and uh, people like that that are involved in this, and so you get you get decks and stories that are based on them. Um, do they voice and, it or uh, something? They like do voiceover. Um, I wouldn't know because I have stuff muted. Mm. <laughs> okay, fair enough. But uh, uh, yeah, but the um, 
they definitely have little little cartoon versions of them. Who's the Who's the other guy who is uh, uh, Ralphio or uh, um, Jean Ralphio in Parks and Recre uh, Parks and Recreation? Oh yeah, John Ralphio Schwartzman. Yeah. No. Uh, ah, who's that? Sounds, uh, He's the voice of um, some animated thing I like. Uh, Gosh, dang it, yeah, dude. wasn't it's not Jason Schwartzman. It's, it's no, exactly, but it's <sighs> Schwartz, John. Ben Schwartz. Thank you, McCarrick. Yes, I added a little bit of extra. I had an extra syllable to yeah. Schwartz. Yeah, feel the Schwartz. Um, yeah, Ben Schwartz. Thank you. Um, anyway, it, here, here's what I like about it. Number one, beautiful interface. This thing's gorgeous. Great interface. There are weekly challenges that come in you can kind of play against other people um with most card games like this you get your choice of card backs and card faces they've got some really weird ones like i'm playing with a what kind of looks like a tim burton hand-drawn monster style which is really cool um but then there are other ones that are like based on birds or flowers or or whatever uh it is a free like if you got Apple Arcade, it's a it's a free download. Um, I don't know I don't know why I'm so hooked with this, but it's just a really fun like I need a break from Marvel Snap. I'm gonna play a couple games of Solitaire, a little quicker uh, uh, quicker get in play get out kind of thing. Oh, yeah, and, look at uh, all the di- I'm looking at their video promo. There's a ton of art yeah. styles in here. This is cool. A ton of different decks and art styles and backgrounds, and it's just it's just a clean nice kind of fresh take on uh, on solitaire nothing uh, wrong with occasional solitaire in your life nothing no there really isn't there's a reason that it's so popular yeah know? it's not yeah. it's not the one of the most played games in the history of the planet for for no reason you know exactly exactly That's next great. Uh, next time i'll tell you all about my new fascination with the game snake snake <laughs> fantastic snake. Ah, tell me about Pong. I'd like to hear about Pong. Uh, Pong, great game. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's called Solitaire Stories. Uh, I was only able to find it on iOS. I couldn't find it on um, Steam or uh, Windows games or Pixel, Google Pixel or anything like that. Uh, Google, uh, whatever, Google Play. Google I guess Play. Called. Yeah, I think it's Apple yeah. Arcade exclusive at the moment. It looks like it. Yeah, yeah but, but that uh, sometimes those are just timed exclusive, so I might get that later oh, somewhere yeah. else. And it automatically, I know, again, small thing, but uh, if I, like it works in both portrait and horizontal, it works on the iPad, the, the, the graphics are even more gorgeous on the iPad, again, either orientation. It's a simple thing, being able to have kind of that whichever orientation your iPad is in, but it's just a nice touch to, to not require you have to play it vertically or horizontally or whatever. I agree. I like when they go through the extra work to make that stuff work. That's yeah, cool. Me too. Well, get your Schwartz on. It's out now on Apple <laughs> Arcade. Uh, and those are exactly. our games, Monster Train and Solitaire Stories. A quick oh, shout gosh. out to our old pal, uh, uh, Amy, a.k.a. Red Fraggle. She wanted us to let everybody know that the Tadpool Southeast 2023 meetup is uh, not only happening, but they have signups going on. Uh, please go check this out at signupgenius.com. Oh, this is a huge, weird URL. This isn't going to work. I'll put it in the chat. <laughs> it's a big, long one. Uh, but anyway. Oh, no, she does. She, she has a tiny, uh, tiny? tinyurl.com slash S-E Tadpool. So it's capital S, capital E, and then capital T in Tadpool. Because I think tiny uh, URL is... Uh, I don't remember. Which is, one? Is uh, case sensitive? I know CC is. I don't know if... This yeah, may not be, but maybe maybe tinyurl is the one that's not. Yeah, but do it to be safe. Why not? Uh, tinyurl.com slash set. That's all in caps, and then 
A D P O O L. So that's set yeah. a tadpole, basically. <laughs> um, anyway, that's <laughs> happening now. Go uh, sign up if you're able to go. If you live in that part, uh, the quadrant of the country, and uh, check it out. The plan right now is August 25th through the 27th. Just that's so right. happens I'll be in uh, I'll be in Moab for my anniversary, so I'm not going to be there. <laughs> kind of hoping they were going to do a different day. But anyway, uh, that yeah. should be fun. It was great last year. Everybody had a great time. Uh, they're going to, you know, they got details on here about the Airbnb they're going to do and all that. So, yeah. And, anyway, uh, go check it out. Yeah, I'm I'm hoping that Tina and I can uh, join. So I'm talking to going to talk to her and see if we can nail it down. But uh, September and Amy and Chuck yeah. and uh, some other people. All the good going, peeps so. from the Southeast. All the good peeps. Yeah, I heard, yeah. I heard rumor Nikki. Dr. Nikki might go. Yes, that she might pop in. Yeah, if, if work uh, allows, for yeah, sure. Down there in uh, Alabama, doing her Bama right. life. Uh, all right, so there's that. Also, one quick thing from a listener. This is a text, 801-471-0462. This is from, uh, let's see, who is this from? It doesn't say. Oh, it's Scott. It's from a guy named Scott. It's not me. But not you. Okay. <laughs> That's what threw me off. It says, good morning, Sideshow and Bob. <laughs> Yesterday, Scott asked if Tina's cat would eat Tina if her and Brian died. When I was a kid, we had a litter of stray cats in our backyard. One of the kittens had died, and the mama cat did not let it go to waste. She started eating the dead kitten. It was horrifying to see as a kid. Love the show, though, Scott. <laughs> so really, there's no lesson here. It's just, it's gross. You know? Yeah, it's it, gross. It, I mean, you probably kids. had hamsters that would eat other hamsters oh, 100%. even if they weren't dead yeah 100% my gerbil my gerbil problems yeah, were babies. far and wide yeah they they yeah. they were known for that but yeah in the animal kingdom you're going to see that a lot i don't think you know obviously i yeah. guess let's say <laughs> oh, let's say here, 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 here you go brian um you are with a 2 year old toddler Okay. For some reason, the apocalypse. Not, not with my restraining order, but please continue. You, 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 and this this kid, this baby, were somehow separated from everybody else. But you were you were in an elevator shaft, let's say, and you'll never get out of there. Sure. But but you were saved from the apocalypse that killed everybody outside. Okay. Um, you're not going to eat the baby. I'm not going to eat the baby. No, no, but the baby might eat you. <laughs> the, the two year old toddler might eat me. Well, I, don't I mean, know. Uh, you know. If we're starving, I'd cut off my arm and cook it on the the fires of the elevator shaft. Right. Uh, <laughs> Which exists because we saw Hollow Man. We know what's up in there. And there's even that, sure. that magic release sh- uh, button that you just push with your foot and the whole elevator will just go down. That's that's something we learned from Hollow yeah. Man as well. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I honestly don't know. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you don't want to know. Goes, you know, right. you don't want to know. You don't want to know. I mean, know. if we're not, you know, if we're never going to get out of there, like you said, we're just going to starve anyway. Let's just starve. I guess just starve. Or I yeah. guess what I'm wondering is why, if you, why prolong the inevitable? Because you know? if you starved first, would the kid, would some instincts in a two year old kick in where they were like, I, I got to so. live? No. I got to no. eat. I got to eat Brian's I don't fleshy. I a two year old. <laughs> I don't see a two-year-old saying, well, he's dead. Might as well eat him. <laughs> uh, well, I hope you're never in that situation. That's so great. Yes. All right. Uh, finally, oh, I got to tell you a quick story that happened in Vegas that yeah. I forgot to tell you. Yeah. This is great. We go to a Smith's grocery store. It's near the airport, end of the strip down there, uh-huh. as you go toward the airport. And um, we were just getting some stuff for the for the stay. Sure. And Kim's like, I got to get grapes. I said, no problem. Uh, I'm going to go run to the 
to the can. I'm going to go use the men's. Okay. She said, okay, cool. So I went in there. By the way, disgusting bathroom, Smiths. What the hell are you doing? It was so gross. Really gross. Uh, I don't know why. I don't know why it was bad. So bad. But anyways, went in there, and they got two stalls, two man stalls, uh, two sorry, toilet stalls <laughs> in the men's okay. bathroom, right? And then two, two urinals. Stalls. And when I go in there, <laughs> when I go in there, I'm the only one. And when I get in there, I'm the only person. Uh, some guy was washing his hands and leaving. He left. I go into the stall. Uh, or I go to the first one, and as usual when this happens, the first stall's a nightmare. It's like a big floaty sure. poo with pee everywhere. Like someone's Ugh. had a bad time in there. I'm yeah. like, well, I'm not going in there. So I went to the one next to it, and it was relatively clean. So I went in there, and I'm sitting in there, and I hear an old, I say old man because I know I saw him on the way into the store. I know it was the same guy because he had the same work boots on. But yeah. this guy comes shuffling in real slow, and his feet are sh- literally shuffling like, sh- 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 as he's walking in. Okay. And he opens up the door to the first one and goes, oh, like that. Yeah. Just makes a noise. Shuts That's the that. first one with the noise. Yep. The first one with the mess in it. Yeah. Yep. Okay. And then this is what he does. He comes over to my door, isn't sure if it's open. So he does a little jiggle, like a little to see if it'll open. Doesn't. Yeah. Then he spends... 30 seconds or so just kind of trying to look through the crack like doing this. <laughs> there's a little crack to see if there's a dude in yep. there and he's looking toward my feet and then up in the crack again and I think he finally spotted me and he goes god damn it <laughs> he just walks out <laughs> just shuffled out the other direction it made me laugh really hard at the time so anyway jeez, oh, it was great oh, yeah. so old man if you hear this show I apologize uh, let's get some okay so I did a thing we haven't shouted out some patrons in a while so oh, I went and cool. found all of our May joins. Like today's the twenty second, so from May first till now, these are the people who have yeah. joined us here uh, on our Patreon, and I just wanted to thank them out loud for it. Here they are: Ro- Rolando Sanchez, Ryan Norda, Fatso Catso. Love it. Yep, Samantha Jane. Hey, look at that. We know hey. her. Uh, Robert Hall, misplaced geek. Cal L. Biff Smith. I hope that's a real name. That's amazing. Uh-huh. Dan Shaddix, Wes, Crystal. Uh, Steven Edsel, uh, Jibba Jabba. That's cool. That's uh, Tony Maisie, Mazes, Mazes, Mazes. Not sure which. Bika or Bika? Probably Bika because there's two C's. Uh, Sean Francis and Elvish Link all nice. joined us here on uh, on the program Aww, where they benefit. Yeah, thank you guys so much. You guys benefit directly by never having commercials. You get pre-show content every day, couch parties on the weekend. We're doing a play date this weekend. Yeah, art in the mail, other great monthly benefits. You just got to go read about them at patreon.com slash TMS. All right, Brian, we can we can go now. Okay. But we can't go now until we have a go song. Oh, God, I'm glad you said something because I was almost out the door. But, oh, you you, you kept me from leaving. Whew. So good. Thank you. Uh, Matthew Bickert, uh, who also goes by Matherine B in the chat room, Matthew Bickert, says, This song goes out to my wife, Kathy, for our 12-year wedding anniversary. My initial choice for our first song was Still Alive by Jonathan Colton, but that was shot down. So instead, our song was Smile by Uncle Cracker. Brian, if you could play a cover of Smile, it would mean a lot. Love the show, though. Matt. Oh, nice. Oh, how sweet. Thanks, Matt. Uh, I was amazed to find that there are no, like if you go to secondhandsongs.com, there are no covers of Smile by Uncle Cracker, which surprised me because that was a big hit. And it was, uh, in my opinion, a better song than that uh, Follow Me thing. I'm not a big fan of Uncle Cracker, but at least, you know, I can kind of like that Smile song. But it definitely surprised me that nobody's covered it. So 
I'm going with your first choice, which was uh, which was the uh, Still Alive song by Jonathan Colton. <laughs> hopefully, Kathy will understand why I've made this, this choice, mm. uh, and hopefully she enjoys this version of the song. This is by the Overclocked Plaid Muffins from their 2011 album, Works in Progress. Here's their cover of Jonathan Colton's Delicious and Moist, Still Alive. All right, that's going to do it for us. Thank you all for being here. We'll see you tomorrow. This was a triumph. I'm making a note here. Huge success. It's hard to overstate my satisfaction. Aperture science. We do what we must because we can. For the good of all of us. Except the ones who are dead. But there's no sense crying over every mistake You just keep on trying till you run out of cake And the science gets done and you make a neat gun For the people who are still alive
If you like what you just heard, there's a very good chance you will like all the shows on the Frog Pants Network. Get more at frogpants.com. Intellectual turd. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.